I Can Relate, a podcast for teens, about teens, and by teens is presented by Lee Summit Cares. Lee Summit Cares mobilizes community partners to develop a culture of physical and mental wellness for Lee Summit youth and families that inspires positive, healthy choices. Lee Summit Cares is currently seeking youth in grades 8 through 12 who are passionate about advocating for a healthy lifestyle among their peers. For more information or to apply, visit lscares.org. Welcome back to I Can Relate, and today we're going to be talking about one of our past episodes, and I listened into it because I wasn't present for it, and I really enjoyed what I heard, and before we get into it, uh, I'm going to have one of my friends sum up what we talked about with our friend, uh, our guest. All right. Hi, everyone. It's Chidera. So on our last episode, we talked to Mr. Andy Campbell. He is the principal of Summit Ridge Academy. And we basically talked to him about empathy, what empathy means, and he really focused in on, in order to show true empathy, we must listen to one another, and that's something I really took away from that episode. Yeah, and um, I feel like empathy is something that we all, you know, could work on, especially in today's age. It's hard uh, with technology, you know, we've seen more um, harmful things be spread through the internet, sadly, and um, I think it was really interesting to hear from his perspective, especially an alternative school in Lee Summit, um, because not everyone, um, I mean, it's a different situation than what most people have to go through. So um, my question for everyone who was present for the podcast is, what did you gain from listening to his story and his perspective? All right, um, everybody's cool with it. I'm gonna go first. I'm Riley, by the way, welcome back. Um, just to, I think for me, one of the big takeaways, cause I was like taking notes and everything to listen back to it. I think we live in a world of labels and sometimes we don't even acknowledge that, that just sometimes we label people based on where they go to school, how they dress, um, what kind of car they have, stupid stuff. Because like, I think, we just don't realize that we're doing it. It's just subconsciously doing that. And I think even when I was asking questions and stuff, I was doing it and listening back, I was like, wow, I learned a lot more than I thought I would just talking to somebody about that kind of thing. And I think for me personally, and I'll probably say it later, my definition of empathy empathy has definitely changed after listening to him. So yeah, feel free. Someone else hop on in. <laughs> So something that really stuck out to me was when he talked about listening and he said how it, you can hear someone, but to really listen is completely different. And I don't know if you guys know the story of like Amazing Grace, but how they talk about how the man was on the slave ship and then he went blind and then the guy who wrote it, and then he was able to truly see like the horror they were causing onto the slaves and stuff like that. So for me, it's just like, in order to really like understand where people are coming from and to really be able to relate and show empathy for one another, you must listen. And that's something that really has been sticking with me. When I, whenever I'm talking to like my siblings or anyone now, I'm trying to make sure that I'm really listening or even my mom when she's telling me to like wash the dishes or something, even something little like that, just to really like listen and not just hear, because I think it's so easy for us to just dismiss something or if we think we know what someone's going to say or, or we try to, 
put these, again, like you said, Riley, these labels on people we think we know, but we really don't. So when you're really sitting back and actually listening, then you're able to actually show empathy and understand better. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to piggyback off of Shadera's a little bit because that was definitely something that I took from when Mr. Campbell was talking and speaking was just about really listening and actually um, taking in what the person says or their actions instead of just kind of like having one ear open but then your mind somewhere else because that's not really being empathetic you're not really caring about what that person's going through or just whatever situation you're in in general you know you really have to sit back and listen to how a person feels or how they're speaking um even their body language and just truly kind of being versed into what they're talking about and saying to I think fully be empathetic because you can't just have one ear out and your mind somewhere else while they're speaking that's not you actually trying to help that person and be empathetic towards that person it's kind of like um you're just kind of like helping them out but not truly and I I think it's definitely was something that Mr. Campbell um really helped me realize and learn when it comes to empathy is like you have to really be listening and really be 100% invoked in what this person is saying or what other people are going through whatever situation you're in to really have actual empathy I totally agree um I want to go back to one thing that Riley said about judgment and I feel like as a society like especially as a whole like we're quick to judge people like whenever you hear alternative school you don't have like good thoughts running through your mind because we've been taught that that's where like the bad kids go but um I actually have a friend his name is Jared um and he goes to Summit Ridge and he is super nice and um he moved here from california um this year and their education system is vastly different from what we do and to finish out high school he had to attend summit ridge um because of where he was like education wise in california compared to here so whenever i say that i have a friend who goes to summit ridge people automatically assume, oh, you're friends with someone who got expelled or suspended or, oh, they must have done something terrible. When in reality, he's just a kid who had to move to the middle of nowhere because of his dad's job. And it so happens that he had to go to the alternative school in the summit. So my question to you guys also kind of is, how do you think being judged for where you're placed, like not by choice has on someone? I think that has a huge effect, and I, I think when you mean by place, do you mean just, like, anything, like, because I'm thinking, like, race and school and... That, too, like, you know, not, no one's, you know, you can't pick the family that you've been born with, like, you've been placed with, you know? Like, um, people are born into situations, or they're put into situations that they have no control over, and so, like, to be judged for that, I feel like that's just completely unfair, you know? Yeah, I 100% agree. I think, I'm sure all of us, I feel like this is something that every person deals with, but I definitely think I've seen it in myself and just other people I'm surrounded by. It's just like having judgment on who, like who you are. I guess like the biggest one for me or just like the people I know, I guess would be people that go to West, especially with just the schools who have this idea that like West is like super rich and you have to be like super rich and to go there or whatever, which, you know, obviously that's not true. Um, and I think that judgment can stem from not just what, what school you go to, but just kind of how you conduct yourself in general. Um, I know that like I've been dealt with a lot of situations where people may have thought I was like mean or like had this idea that I'm better than someone just because of, 
even this like my skin color or like how I conduct myself in general and it it's it stems from judgment and I think that it's so difficult to get out of that because I think every person still does that you know in in some, some probably not severe as severe as some cases but there are times where you can look at a person like what a person's wearing or you know what they're doing and you may have this idea like oh like I'm going to put you in this box and then you get to know that person and you're like oh like you're actually really amazing and you're not who I thought you were um so I definitely think judgment causes like a lack of empathy with people right and I also think judgment for me kind of stems I know it stems from a lot of different things but for me, I definitely think fear and just ignorance. Like, I don't know if you guys heard of the allegory of the cave, where basically like the people are in a cave and then there's one person that leaves the cave and it's like sees so much more beyond the cave, like in life in general and stuff, and then comes back to the cave and then tells everyone in the cave, because they, they only live in the cave. They tell the per- everyone else in the cave that there's like life beyond the cave that they live in and everyone wants to ignore it or they're fearful of what is beyond or what could potentially be happening anything else like that and I think so many people are just scared or ignorant to the fact that someone else can be different from them or um, just not really look like them and they don't want to accept that because they don't know what that will entail. I definitely think judgment does come from fear but I also think it comes from lacking emotion to be able to just try and not I don't want to say understand because there are situations where you can't understand people I think there's just a time where you can say I can't always relate to your situation but I can always try to understand and listen to your situation um so I think there's a point where in in your example I could not stop thinking about Maze Runner it's so bad but I could not stop thinking <laughs> um that just leaving the cave, I think you can apply that as just leaving your own comfort zone and being like, hey, there's other people out there who may not like the same things I do or may not go to the different school or whatever that might be separating us, but just taking a moment to step out of that comfort zone and be like putting yourself out there. I think empathy doesn't really work unless you're willing to put yourself out there with other people. Right, and I think we as people just need to make sure that we learn that everyone has different perspectives on life. We can't just assume that everyone is has grown up with the same like things that we have or is like us. Like everyone is so different and unique in their own ways. And people really need to, to take into account like just the uniqueness of everyone else and perspectives. Yeah, it's literally like what we learned whenever we were kids. Like my mom would always say like, put yourself in that person's shoes. Like, you know, you can never fully do that because everyone is so unique, like you said. It's, and I feel like judgment, like, stems, like, what you said from ignorance, and it just all, I feel like, honestly, our world could use a little bit more empathy and understanding towards everyone, but um, I just really liked the thought, I liked your cave analysis, like, your cave, um, what I'm trying to say. Analogy? Yeah, there we go. I said analysis, but yeah, it's. <laughs> Like, I think that's a beautiful way to think about it. Thank you. (laughs) This topic, I think, in itself can be hard for teenagers just to approach because you don't really think about it in, like, a day-to-day type of thing. It's just something you either do or you don't do. And I think 
something that really resonated with me is when Mr. Campbell said, it's like a muscle that you just kind of have to keep working and growing at it with. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes we just forget about it. I, I know I'm not the best exerciser or whatever. So using that analogy was kind of like, well, whatever. But like, in all reality, it is something you just got to keep pushing towards. Like, you can't just run a marathon if you walk off the couch. I mean, some people can. Kudos to them. But I think with empathy, too, it's just being able to take it one step at a time. I don't know what you guys think about that. Like, how do you think you can grow in empathy? Or, like, how you've seen others around you grow in empathy? Or, yeah, I'm just rambling at this point. Someone please take over. I guess with me, with empathy I just kind of caught myself um there's so many people who I'm so close with now or really enjoy being around now who I like have these really harsh or like quick judgments about them and maybe distanced myself from them just because of this idea I put in my mind of who they were or even like sometimes listening to what other people may have said about them and kind of you know not being rude or mean to them but just kind of like not even building a relationship with them or trying to and then I got to know them and like and then I was like oh wow like this is an amazing person and then I kind of caught myself with my actions and how I was acting so I think that's super important is just like noticing when you're judging someone or knowing when you're not being empathetic or noticing when you're kind of distancing yourself from certain people because of this like narrative you made in your mind I just think like you have to kind of know and notice your actions I definitely agree. I've definitely caught myself a few times, you know, we're teenagers, like I might talk bad about someone, but then I catch myself because I remember I don't know both sides to the story, or I don't know who this person really is. I'm only hearing one side from someone who's probably biased about the entire situation, and that shouldn't determine how I see that person. Right. Um, Where do you guys think that empathy should be practiced the most? Just curious. Or in what situation, would you say? Or, yeah. I think empathy, like, honestly starts at home with a lot of other situations and a lot of other things that may happen in your life. It's like, if you're kind of grown up around people who may not be super open about talking about their problems or may not be open to talking with you about your problems, um, I think it's super difficult for someone to be empathetic and grow up and be empathetic. Um, me as a person, I really don't enjoy talking about my issues. I more enjoy helping other people and kind of deal with my own problems by myself. But I think that's made me a lot, like a more empathetic person because I handle my issues on my own and it's a lot easier for me to help other people with theirs. So I definitely think empathy, it's, I think it starts at home, honestly, but once again, like not everyone, like you said, Shadara has the same home life or like was raised the same. So I think that definitely causes your lack of empathy or if you have or if you're just an empathetic person in general yeah I definitely think it stems most from your home life like if you grew up in a place with a family who wasn't very empathetic towards you or didn't show you like you know um affectionate ways of showing love like or empathy in general then you as a person might grow up um doing the same things and not being empathetic yourself because that's what you grew up knowing it's just like how you know people say you're not born a certain, like, you're not born hateful, you're taught it, and I feel like that kind of goes the same way with empathy. You're going to be a more empathetic person if you were raised, like, you know, by other people who are um, empathetic, but sadly not everyone is in that situation, so it's harder to overcome those things that you're taught as, you know, since you were born, and um, 
I feel like that's another way to look at it is everyone might not be as empathetic because, you know, they had, they had to work harder at it. So it might take them longer to, you know, get to a place where you are. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I think what, for me personally, I think you're right when it says it comes from home, but sometimes people like they leave the home and be like, well, that doesn't seem right. And they just learn it on their own. So I think some people, they just kind of learn to adapt with it over time. But I think for me, I don't try and judge people because there are three sides to every story. That's what I've been taught. And so I try not to put myself in that situation. But for me, I think I try to empathize with the people I, I want to say stereotypicalize. Is that a word? Overgeneralize? That's probably, that sounds right. But like the people <laughs> I try and put in boxes, those are the ones I try and be like, hey, that's not cool. You don't know them. Try and like, maybe walk a mile in their shoes or just say, hey, I don't need to learn their story. I can just accept them for who they are. Because sometimes you don't need empathy. You just need to understand or just be okay with not understanding and being okay with their situation. I don't know. Uh, right. And also, I think we all just have bias that we're unaware of. I remember last year, um, this girl in my debate class, she was doing her project, her little informative on bias and stuff like that and she had me take the implicit association test and it's done by harvard and you basically get to see like your hidden biases that you have and honestly i would recommend anyone to take that because you really just it it really just sets into perspective like you're not even trying to have you're just basically saying or putting in whatever you think and you get to see your real biases that you subconsciously have and i think that's really interesting but no, that is really interesting because no one is 100% perfect. And I feel like that, you know, everyone knows that no one's perfect. But that would be really interesting to like take a test and see like what would come out of that. Especially that. That's so interesting. I didn't even know that was like a thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I'm oh, sorry. Uh, you can go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to ask do you think you approach situations differently now that you've taken that test and kind of just seen like, hey, this is something I personally have done, step aside or like embrace it? Definitely. Like, I remember one of them, it's like, I don't know for sure. It asks you like something about, I don't know even what the question was, but it has a whole bunch of different faces on one of the tests and you like click on something. I forgot what it was asking but it really is just it's just really eye-opening I would say I would say I definitely go about situations differently because I'm thinking to myself okay that's the way I would perceive it but let me take into account all these other factors too and definitely try to handle whatever situation I'm in differently yeah yeah totally it kind of makes you like take a step back and look at what you do before you do it like yeah approaching a situation for sure for our listeners listening, what do you think, based off the interview or just life in general, would you suggest for people who need to learn empathy or give, I don't know, can there be too much empathy? I think there can be too much empathy when you're sacrificing your own happiness in a way. You're sacrificing yourself to the extent where you're like not able to function properly or not be able to go about your day without constantly like you don't want to empathize so much to where you're worrying about not about being empathetic if that makes sense it should be that's kind of like natural like you're just 
going about your day and taking into account every single thing like just kind of being present in the moment and being able to understand that there's so many things going around or going on in general and just to be able to breathe and just understand that's actually a really good answer I kind of had just think about that for a sec I'm um I'm really bad about that I think in general I'm one of those people if you tell me something I have to be like okay I need to take a minute process this I'll come back and I think for me empathy that's kind of hard for me because like he said you don't always need to respond to a situation sometimes you just need to listen and I think for me I'm not always the one to respond to a situation but like try and process it and be like well I could have said that in the moment and been like because I'm one of those people I'm a I overthink pretty much everything in my life I overthink what to eat for breakfast what shirt to wear. <laughs> I'm so bad about that most of the time I don't even eat breakfast because I'm like it's too hard as a decision but um I <laughs> I think it's just something where he said it really well. I wish I could remember exactly what he said, like something about being able to listen and not always respond. And I was wondering as people who were trying to be empathetic, how do you think, do you struggle with that of trying to respond to situations or do you just say like, hey, I'll listen and, and yeah, I don't know. For me, I think I try to just, okay, I'm going to give you an example, like in the morning, take for instance, this is like for anyone to try to apply empathy, because I feel like it's so easy to say, oh, do this, do this, but like a real situation where you want to demonstrate empathy in a way. And this is just very brief, like take for instance, you wake up in the morning, if you have siblings, your parents or whoever, you're downstairs and they come downstairs being really loud, obnoxious, they start yelling at you or something in order to, I guess, show empathy, you don't know if they woke up on the wrong side of the bed that morning, you don't know what has happened the minutes before they got downstairs before you had that encounterment. So you can either fight fire with fire kind of, or just take a deep breath and you can address them in a better way or like at a different time, I would say, something like that. That's what I'm getting at. So for me, like if my sister was coming downstairs yelling at me in the morning, I would really just kind of take a deep breath and just not, you don't have to respond to everything in that moment because something could be going on. And then later just come back and talk to her and really like show and I don't know, something could have been going on. I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm just trying to. No, I totally, I totally get what you're saying. Um, It's, it's all stemming back to you really don't know what everyone goes through. Right. Um, and you'd think that you do, like, you know, with the internet, again, like, it seems like everyone shares absolutely every aspect of their life, but behind the screen, behind closed doors, you know, it's hard to tell exactly what happens with everyone. So anytime, like, again, we're in high school, so there's always drama. And anytime that, like, someone is being, like, har- not harmful, but rude to me or saying something about me, I try not to like do the same to them because I don't really know what made them say that or what like what went through their head to think that that was okay and what their situation is or what they heard. So that's why rather than like trying to do the same thing as them and put them down, I try to understand where they're coming from if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. And I also think that 
you don't have, you can still stick up for yourself and show empathy. You don't have to like remain silent or just not respond. It's just kind of the way you go about responding and just taking into account that you don't know what that person's going through. So really just stick up for yourself, like be respectful about the way you go about it is what I would say. Yeah. Never let anyone like harm you to the point where like, you know, you're, it hurts you like severely. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but stick up for yourself, but also don't try not, my advice would be like, try not to sink down to their level to make them feel as bad as they made you feel because it usually never makes you feel any better. Definitely. Yeah, I think um, for me, this is a really like silly story now, but like in middle school, I think it was seventh or eighth grade. I don't even remember when it was. I just remember feeling so hurt because I like, had a broken foot, I think, I think it was when I had my broken foot, um, I had to sit on this bicycle and pedal with a foot cast, and someone thought they were really funny by putting me on their Snapchat story, and, like, it was one of my friends, or I thought they were my friends, but they made a big joke about it, so it kind of went around the school, but, like, in a middle school kind of way, where it was, like, lol, that's hilarious, but me not <laughs> having Snapchat at the time didn't know this was happening, so I actually was like walking around for like days before someone was like, LOL, you f biking with a cast was hilarious. I'm like, what are you talking about? But I think for me, that kind of just showed me that there's so much going on around you sometimes and we don't even realize it. I think for me, that helped me with empathizing because I can just see all these different people, see all these different types of things and they deal with all these different things and it just taking the time to be like hey I can either choose to be mad about it or ignore it and I was kind of upset about it but I didn't say anything because I was like if they needed a laugh there you go I guess but, <laughs> if that's really important to you there you go I guess yeah I don't know this is such yeah. a deep conversation I just I think for empathy I've always thought about like those elementary school videos you know where they're like sympathy versus empathy and they have the little Fox, I'm like going down the ladder. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but like, I think going into that conversation, I kind of expected something like that. Like him just saying, you need to go down the ladder and like pick people back up with you. And, and sometimes you just need to sit with them and listen to them at the bottom of a pit or whatever. But I think just taking it so much deeper and saying, well, you know what? I don't maybe know what's down there, but like, I don't know. It's just, so hard. We live in such a judgy country. Everything around us is so crazy. It's hard for us to just go down there without making ourselves kind of in a low point. And I just think, Mr. Campbell, you are a wise man if, you, if you're listening to this, because you're like the Yoda of empathy. Uh, but I think um, it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to go back to something that Mr. Campbell actually said whenever I was listening in. Um, he talked about how you have to listen to and I think one of you guys mentioned this earlier, you have to listen to actually be empathetic. Now, what do you, like, what do you think that really means? Because I heard what Mr. Campbell said about it, but I wanted to know what you guys think he meant by you have to listen to be empathetic. Thanks. I think you just have to be all ears when someone's talking and just really kind of take in everything that they're saying and comprehend what they're saying instead of just kind of like, oh yeah, that sucks. Mm -hmm. And also, I think you said this earlier, Olivia, just like 
not speaking and just taking everything in because like once again there's times where people don't need advice they just want to vent so it's really like sitting back and knowing the person who's talking to you and trying to truly understand what's going on with them instead of just kind of like listening and not really giving any feedback or not really giving much to them but like really sitting back and saying okay what's going on with this person and trying to comprehend what's going on with them and really trying to help them out in the best way you can yeah and not only that I feel like um we definitely uh whenever someone bring like someone says we tend to do this oh I'm so tired oh yeah I'm so tired too how many hours of sleep did you get last night oh I got four oh I or like it's like a competition almost to see who you should feel bad for more so whenever I heard him say you need to listen to actually be like empathetic I took it as you need to be able to listen to them and their problems without having to make it all about you because I feel like you really have to understand like you want you need to give them the attention that they need and listen to what they have to say and not make it not turn it around and be like oh I totally feel you um because sometimes people just don't need that they need to hear you say like I'm here for you I might not understand what you're going through but I'm here for you or just they might not even want you to say anything you know um yeah and I feel like as teens we tend to try to make everything like a who should be more you know sad for like oh you got six hours of sleep oh well I got five and I have an exam today you know right you have to like understand where they're coming from and you don't have to make it all about yourself right I think it's especially it's just important to listen to understand like the best analogy I can think of is like going to the doctor's office if you're telling your doctor oh this hurts this hurts this hurts if they're only listening to the first two things they might misdiagnose you you might you might be end up getting treated for something that you don't even have just like it's important to really listen because you might miss what that person's really trying to say to you what you're really trying to gain from that moment that whatever thing situation that's going on that's happening your analogies are like on point today i applaud thank you, you. <laughs> <laughs> they really are i um crap i just lost my train of thought i was gonna say something that i thought sounded wise but i think uh crap you kind of just took my thunder i don't remember what i was gonna say i'm sorry um what was it come back to me i I need a sec (laughs) um i have a question for you guys why do you think it's hard for people to understand others or just show understanding or anything I think it's just, once again, because of how people were raised and maybe even the experiences people have went through. I know there's a lot of people who have went through certain things and that's kind of made them very like cold to certain issues and problems. So they think like, oh, I don't need to talk about what's going on with me. Like, you know, even sometimes saying, oh, your problems aren't as bad as this person or this. It's like, they really don't have empathy for the people because I, I don't think they ever learned it or situations where they've been in and that's kind of made them not talk about their issues and not want to hear other people's problems so I just think that's another issue that can make people not empathetic is just kind of situations that have happened to them and like how they they were raised I definitely agree it it definitely stems from where you grew up and how you grew up and sometimes sadly like they can't I mean anything can be changed you can always unlearn what you've been taught 
um, thankfully. And um, it all kind of, it's about your willpower and you're the only one who can truly change who you are and how you view things. So it's really, it can be difficult, you know, to overcome something like that. Right. I like when you mentioned labels, Olivia, like I'm thinking celebrities, even we put labels on just different people or we try to make them like you disassociate a celebrity from like a, just a normal person when really that's just another human being who experiences the same pain, the same emotions as any other person. So you, you're, you're not able to really relate with them or understand, say Oprah got something wrong with her her foot broke or something well oprah's not as much pain as me because she's rich that's what people want to say or something just anything like that you know absolutely that's a really good good comparison and i feel like the thing is like um people like to try and invalidate other people because their struggles might not seem as hard which i get i mean yes you know there are certain situations like oh i woke up I woke up late this morning isn't comparable to I got into, into a car accident on the way to work. Right. But invalidate. You know what I'm saying? Like there's um, everyone's issues are valid, but there are some that are more pressing than others. So. Definitely. I think yeah. sometimes too, people will just vent to you about your, their little problems because they're not ready to talk about the big things that are really pressing in their lives right now. So I think sometimes you just need to be like, Hey, you know what, you got three hours of sleep, my bad, or, like, even if you feel like your issue is more important, or, like, something bigger is happening in your life compared to a person, just take the time to step out of, like, yourself, kind of, and your issues, and just be, like, hey, I mean, not even, not even respond to them, sometimes the biggest way of empathy is just saying, how do you want me to approach this, how do you want me to respond to this, I don't know what you're going through, I don't know how to help you, how can I react the way you want me to so something that I've always thought and you know since we're kind of talking about like invalidating people's situations is like you don't understand what other people are going through and I kind of agree with you Riley when people bring up maybe like small issues that happen to them they may not be ready to talk about the big problems in their lives but I've always tried to never say like oh your problem isn't as big as mine or is this person's because you truly don't know how certain issues affect other people and I just believe that it's no one has the right to say like oh my problems are bigger than yours obviously like you said olivia like there are certain situations that's obviously like not comparable to one another but also i don't think you should like i don't think anyone has the right to say well your issues are not that important because yeah but riley you mentioned like just asking how can i help you and i think that's really important because a lot of times we don't know how to help people and it's better than being silent or just like kind of just staring at them just ask them really like how can i help you in this situation what can I do for you to help you? Definitely. I think I kind of got that worldview because recently I had my grandma pass away and something that I got heard, well, told a lot is grief gets dealt with different ways by different people. And so for my dad, it was his mom. And so I was just like, well, if that was my mom, I'd be devastated. And sometimes he doesn't always show that, but there's just moments like on Mother's Day, it really hurt him a little bit to be there without his mom kind of um and so I was just like you know what I don't know how to help you how can I help you and sometimes he's like I don't I don't need anything right now I'm and then some days he's like I just need a hug or sometimes he's just like come sit with me for a minute I don't want to be by myself and so sometimes it's just like 
taking the situation, taking the person into account. And sometimes they may not want anything and that's okay. If they don't want anything, don't push them to have something, I guess. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with, you know, people grieve in different ways. People handle situations in different ways. Absolutely. Okay, guys. So today we talked about empathy, what it means to be empathetic, and basically just went over our interview with Mr. Andy Campbell. Thanks for listening to I Can Relate. It's Chidera, Riley, Devin, and Olivia. You've been listening to I Can Relate, a podcast for teens about teens by teens. I Can Relate is produced by Fredcast Podcast Network and made possible by Lisa Cares. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.